the knowing thyself that I'm speaking about is knowing how God built you. Mm -hmm. What is the structure of the way you're built? What makes your soul so unique? What are the lifetimes yeah. that you've gone through in the past? And what is the foundation of what you have built? And what is a turnoff for me, Kim, is when people give you very generic advice mm -hmm. for your business or for your purpose or your path. Sure. Um, and can I share another story? Oh, I, yes. I love stories. Absolutely, yes. Um, and this is a story of how why I don't like generic yeah. advice. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Get ready for the real estate show that takes you across the barriers and into the danger zone. That bitchin' real estate podcast with your host, Tenacious T. So this woman um, uh, was a, um, uh, she was a manager of a clinic mm -hmm. and she was so tired. She was so tired of managing it. She was so tired of the demands. It was a very big clinic. Yeah. She was exhausted. She just wanted to get out of that line of work. And her friend one day gave her a call and said, hey, I just bought you a ticket to an event. And she <laughs> said, what event is it? And she said, it's an event of how to be a life coach. And this event was basically this one day event where they take you through step by step by step by step of how to quit your job, transition, right. become a life coach. And then what they did after that is they, they sold you on teaching you how to become a life coach. Sure. Like they took you through the training yes. type of a feeling, type of a thing. So she went there with her friend. Uh, you know, those events are so rah, rah. Oh, yes. You know, there's yes. just so. Think Tony Robbins. <laughs> you know, and, and he's beautiful too yes. in his own way. Yes. But, but it's like, you can do it and you can mm -hmm. do it and all of that stuff without taking a look underneath the surface. Yes. So, um what happened was, you know, her friend looked at her and she said, you are so considerate. You are so nurturing. Mm -hmm. You are so wonderful. You really should be a life coach. Yeah. And what her friend said was true. She was actually very considerate, very nurturing. And when you actually sat in her space, you felt like you were being listened mm. to. Yeah, I know those types. Yeah, yes. very yes. special, beautiful energy yeah. there. And so she thought to herself, okay, you know what? This sounds good. I'm going to do this. So she quit her job. She mm. went through the life coach training, which yeah. took a few months. Um, uh, it was an in-depth training. And then after that, um, she was out in the world trying to become a life coach. Yeah. And she was having a hard time. Mm -hmm. She And she, she did everything. I mean, she took her time, did the branding, the website, the cards. Sure. I mean, she really thought of all the details. Um, and then... She had a hard time being able to attract clients. There was this hesitancy in the pit of her stomach. Sure. And she didn't know what it was. Yeah. So, Kim, fast forward a year and a half now since mm -hmm. she's left her, you know, job. Oh, and she, income's not coming. <laughs> income's not coming. She's basically on unemployment, yeah. trying to get her business going. And she comes in for a reading. She comes in for a reading and I said, okay, what is your intention? What do you want me to look at? You know? Yeah. Because there's so many places to look inside. Sure. So it's like, where do you want me to go? And she says, I, I want to know what I need to do so that I can make this life coaching business a success. Mm -hmm. So I took a look and I tuned in. And as I'm tuning in, I just saw this most fascinating thing that I wasn't expecting, which was she had spent lifetimes 
listening to people's feelings. I, I saw an image of her um, as uh, she looked like she was in a cold country, like in Tar. I don't know, it's <laughs> Iceland or something. It was <laughs> yeah. so cold. Or, and um, she was um, the older, oldest daughter, um, seven children underneath her. Um, her The mother passed away and she had to take care of the kids. Oh, so okay. she basically became the mother and she became so good at listening to their yeah. feelings. I saw another lifetime of her as a psychiatrist mm -hmm. listening to people in, in deep, deep pain. Yes. Um, I saw another lifetime of her uh, in the olden days helping people to transition, holding them in the last moments of their fears. Yeah. She was called in as like an, like an ancient day shaman type She's of a, a thing. She's a hospice. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's yeah. right. She was. Uh, she was technically in hospice yeah. in the ancient days. <laughs> yeah. And so I saw lifetimes and lifetimes of her holding other people's feelings, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden I just got this feeling, this impression that her soul had no interest in being there anymore. Oh. Yeah. It was like, been there, done that, I'm done with this type of a feel. She wanted to go be a Jezebel, huh? <laughs> oh, well, definitely something lighter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she definitely wanted to have something fun. Have she some wanted to fun. do something fun. Yeah. You're, you're hilarious, Kim. <laughs> she wanted to be a fun light Jezebel. Um, that's so funny. Um, yeah, and so... Um, she was looking for something like that. And that feeling that she was feeling in the pit of her stomach yeah. actually wasn't um, resistance. It was telling her that she's actually not on track. Right. And when she had gone to see her life coach, mm -hmm. her life coach, the advice that her life coach just gave her is go for it, girl. You got to stop procrastinating. The generic. Generic. You got this. You got, you got this. the systems. You got the plan. Yeah. Well, let's go. That's right. Yeah. If you're not giving 100% yeah. to your goals, then you're not on track yes. today. You know, and, and rethink that... your your <laughs> intentions. And yes, I, I've heard that. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yes. And, and and that's what I call generic advice. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's a little bit of a turnoff for me because we're all so unique mm -hmm. and our structures are so unique. Yeah. So what what is right for one person isn't right for the other. Right. And that's why knowing thyself is so important mm -hmm. because if you know who you are, who your past history is, what your soul is here to do, yeah. then um, you won't be misled. It'll be easier and feel better to slip into the certain areas of life that you should be playing in. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Instead of getting pulled by all the shiny yeah. outer things that are here these days, there's a lot of shiny outer things. Yes, you know. Yes. Becoming, I don't know, Instagram influencer. Yes. Da, 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 this, that, shiny, shiny outer things, but that may not be the person's true path. Right. Right. Yeah. So in business, in getting to know yourself more, which is, again, you're a spiritual psychologist. This is what you do. You help people discover their I am, right? In doing so, in this time frame, we're facing the pandemic. We're facing a lot of poverty, um, starvation. There are families right now who can't feed their children, yeah. who are, don't even have a career to try to think on. I'm getting to this point because is there something simple that they can do to start feeling who they are here? And is that breath work? Yeah, I would, you know, you know, gateway healing and breath work, that's fantastic. But I would even make it even more simpler than that. 
Um, I remember when, you know, this whole pandemic first started that first week I was like oh my gosh what's going on Mm -hmm. you know you really um get into the hype of things it's like I can't wash my hands enough I can't sanitize (laughs) enough oh no I didn't do the doorknob I touched that it was where's the lights all all of the things and really it's just fear right it's a lot of fear and I had a very fascinating experience one night. I I, I love Mother Mary. Mm-hmm. I just I just love her, and I I, I have her oil here. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so I I had this experience where Mother Mary um, came and she said, um, "Fear not, but look at the face of my son." Mm. And in that moment, I felt like my face was being pulled up to spirit. Um, looking up at that Christ consciousness to spirit and all of a sudden all my fears dissolved Mm -hmm. and the reason I'm sharing this with you is is because we have to remember that um, God is our true provider yeah you know it's not really people yeah, yeah, it's really God it's true yeah and so in those moments where um we're really afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't look here trying to scramble. I look up here even yeah. more. Yeah. And, and and lean in on on God, on spirit to yeah. help me to provide. And the most miraculous doors just always open. The little laughter of your child playing with them on the floor, distracting them from the fact that they're hungry. Yeah. You know, those little moments is where you do touch God. Yeah holding on to it that's really really difficult yeah and and those are i think those are the moments you're speaking about where our head is just above the water for a moment Mm -hmm. it's like laughter of my child yes i'm above it just felt good for a moment like my head's above the water for a moment you're not drowning for a moment yeah so they take that time and they turn their their face to god and they grab hold of that moment when they have felt that I consider that pure joy. Is that the place we all should try to be at right now, regardless of what's happening everywhere in the world? I do. Yes. I feel like humanity is moving away from spirit and Mm -hmm. uh, from God or whatever you want to call it. Let's just call it divinity. Um, and, and all versions, it doesn't matter what religion you are. They're all yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, or understanding spiritual belief you are. Um, Humanity is moving away from divinity. And I think that the answer is divinity. I think divinity should always be number one in our life. It doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, um, and sometimes, Kim, we can't get to pure joy. We're not in that state mm-hmm. of, of getting to pure joy. Sometimes we're in so much agony. Yes. In those moments, I just say, put your hands up like this and just say, help. Because that's all you can do. Yeah. You can't even do anything else. Yeah. So, like the time when you were 17 uh, yeah. <laughs> and had nowhere to turn. Yeah, just help. You had a virus attacking you at the time, (laughs) and you asked for help. Yeah, and so in those moments, you know, speaking to the mother that can't feed her child right now or things of that nature, and if you can't even muster up, you know, feeling of devotion and connection and reverence, just help. I would start there. Have mercy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. All right. So we're going to get into some fun things. <clears throat> uh, first, real quick, before we get into some goals and some famous questions, 
Rose and Jasmine. Tell me about Rose and Jasmine. Why is it? Well, is it just something you like or is there a meaning behind it for you? Um, I love Rose for so many, so many reasons. I, I First of all, I love flower. Flower mm-hmm. smells like lotus, rose, jasmine. Rose is probably my favorite. Um, rose is the highest vibration of all flowers. Ooh, good yeah. to know. Okay, rose. <laughs> rose. Rose is in the house all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also very expensive. Like a, a bottle yeah. of this much of rose oil is around $100. It's very expensive. But um, the other reason I love rose so much is because um, it's the smell of Mother Mary. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when I feel it, I always go into like a very sacred place, you know. Um, So I don't always use it. I always use it in special moments or when I'm teaching a class or things like that. Mine's not like the real rose oil that I'm wearing today, but it smells (laughs) like (laughs) It's okay. We'll take that too. (laughs) I have the fake ones as well. Nice. (laughs) And then Jasmine, for me, Jasmine's very playful Uh and and, uh, very almost like dancing. Uh, yeah. What is jasmine for you? Uh, for me, it's it's that flowery smell. Yeah, I, I just feel. Um Gosh, I don't know. Like what do little I notes in the air, right? <sighs> oh, that's so cute. I never <laughs> thought of it that way. Um, yeah, I just. Uh, I feel. I don't know. I just feel. Lovely. So maybe I'm getting all psychological on you. Let's yeah. trace that back. Let's find out. I know. Where, no, I'm, I'm just like, kidding. Where's my root of the jasmine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah. The five things that you do on a daily basis prayer, healing sessions, water flowers, sharing and hearing stories of deep meaning and goals, right? So obviously you're a storyteller. We've got to hear a couple of great stories so far. I want to pick on that one a little bit because that draws to me. You know how I feel about stories. Yes, you have your own. I I have a few stories, yes. Stories have been with us forever, for eternity. I even feel like if you believe in past lives and other planets, the purpose of our experience in each lifetime is for for us to go back and tell the story. Because we're telling and living the story for I am, for God, for our consciousness, right? How do you feel about stories? Why are they so relevant? And why is that one of your favorite things to do? Um, I learn a lot from stories, um, and I feel like I relate to stories a lot. Mm -hmm. That's why I love stories. It's like sometimes you can give someone a concept, but it's just not enough. You almost have to take them through the person's experience so that they can say, Uh Mm uh-huh, I get it now. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's why I love stories so much is because um, they really teach us through deep inner relation. Right. Yeah. Humanity's greatest movements in philanthropic work has been born from its deepest sorrows. And if we don't share those stories on how we were able to overcome those moments, how can someone else connect and relate and figure out how to do it as well? Exactly. And it's it's that and that's what I mean by I've been here, I understand. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, and and you have you you've you've had some fascinating travels and experiences mm-hmm. and people that you've met. Give us a story. Do you have a story on a child? Uh, maybe a child that came to you or that needed some healing or maybe a young child that you came in contact with that was very spiritual in their age. I have a, a story of a young woman. She wasn't quite a child, but she was still in her 
I think late teenage years. Okay, good. Okay, um, it's a very esoteric story. I don't know if you yeah, want to no, hear it. Yeah, no, yeah, okay. If it came up, it came up. Let's hear it. Okay, so uh, this girl came for a reading, mm -hmm. and uh, she called me on the phone, and she said, "I want you to prove to me that I have spirit guides." Mm. And I remember thinking, "I'm going to ah. pause you just for a second. Okay. So this is very relevant. Notice that she came to you because she wanted to have proof." So listen carefully. Yeah, she wanted This proof. story was meant to be told. Here I, we go. And I remember thinking like, <laughs> oh, man, I hate giving proof. Yeah. You know, it just really puts you on the spot and you have to. I was like, okay, well, I'll try. Mm -hmm. So the way my readings work is I sit and channel for four hours privately, connect, get information, write it all down, and then we get on the phone mm -hmm. and actually do the reading. Yes. So I'm in channel and all of a sudden I'm having this interesting experience like I feel like all of a sudden I am her oh and I felt like she was she felt like to me she was super depressed mm -hmm. I felt like she um, felt like there's no reason for a living no purpose and a very dark place as I'm standing here experiencing myself as her right and then all of a sudden I remember her thinking I experienced her thinking, I want to kill myself. Mm. I, I want to end my life. I am done. Yeah. Type of a feeling. And so I, I'm in this experience with her in her body. She's having that feeling. And then she's thinking to herself, how do I want to do this? How do I want to do this? Yeah. Um, and then she had this thought of my dad has this really old beat up car in the garage, this blue beat up truck in the garage. Mm -hmm. I'm going to drive it into a tree and I'm going to kill myself. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going through this experience of in her body, she gets into the car, she's distraught, she turns the car on, gets out of the garage, and she was living in a um, forest-like area, lots of trees all around. And she was driving, 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 making her way towards this one big tree yeah. in the far, far distance. And as she's driving there, getting closer, Kim, all of a sudden, these two cute eyes boop, just pop up. <laughs> right in front of the tree and she's like oh no is that a cat and she loves animals uh. and as she gets closer she's like oh, it's a bunny rabbit my favorite animal yeah you know and so she puts her leg uh, on the um stop you know breaking as quickly as she can and she like almost hits the tree yeah and she runs out of the her car to look to see did she kill this animal yeah and what was really interesting is bunny rabbits are very flighty. Mm -hmm. They don't even let you get close to them. They're always, you know, 10 steps ahead, right? Yeah, 100%. The bunny rabbit was standing there right in front of the tree trunk. It hadn't moved. Wow. And it looked at her for a minute and then just hopped off. And this is all during your channeling. This is all during my channeling. Yes. I'm having this experience. And then, she, you know, she didn't commit suicide that night. Yeah. And so I... I'm seeing this and I'm like, what on earth do I do with this? Right. What if I'm just making this all up right, right. now? Right. How do I even tell her this? Yeah. I mean, what if I just made yeah. up this what, entire What if concoction? this was your imagination? <laughs> so, exactly. Right? Maybe it was a movie you saw a week ago and suddenly you're having a flashback Exactly. Or, yeah. or maybe it's some symbolic thing in her psyche because right. we have so much symbology in there. Harry Potter has <laughs> lots of symbols of, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought to myself, you know what? I um, 
I'll tell her in the reading, I'll tell her at the end, but I'm going to make it like it's something really weird. Gotcha. So came the reading, I gave her a reading, and right at the end I said, you know, I had this really weird experience, and I, I think it's symbolic of something. I'm just going to share it with you. Let's yeah. figure it out together, you know. And so um, I shared the whole thing with her. Um, and she broke down crying. She had already done it. She had actually gone through that experience. Yeah. And in that moment, her spirit guide came through and said, that bunny rabbit was me. Yeah. Stopping you from committing suicide. Yeah. We are always watching over you. Yeah. And so that was that, um, for that young teenager, that was that um, proof that she needed. Mm -hmm. That we are not alone. That we are not alone. Yeah. Yeah. And you know I'm a big, uh, I am the suicide eradicator. You are. I am. And the story was meant to come up. So, Aw. Yeah. So for those, which all age groups it's affecting right now, that are in those desperate moments who think that they just can't do it anymore, you are not alone. Katie can tell you. <laughs> you are not alone. <laughs> so all funny. right. So uh, real quick, I want to get in the famous questions. Okay. So do you remember James Lipton? Yes. In the actor's studio? No. The, the, he had this old show in the okay. actor's studio. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Okay. And they're really simple, simple answers. Okay. <clears throat> and we're going to use the theme of spirituality, right? So here we go. Katie and the famous questions. So I want you to think of spiritual words. Okay. What is your favorite spiritual word? Peace. Peace. Yes. I like that one. That's it, because peace is the basis of where we all want to be spiritually, right? I think it's partnership, actually. Partnership. I think, I think that's my okay. favorite spiritual word. I'm like, mm, it's, I love peace, but it, I think it's partnership. How about a peaceful partnership? I, and I also love the word grace. Peace, partnership, and grace. I, that's actually my we favorite. We will allow it. We'll oh, give so her sorry. three words. I'm so bad at this game. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> the, it's It's... It's free to do what it's we want flowing. to do with it, okay. yes. <laughs> okay, so along the same lines, what is your least favorite word? A spiritual word? Mm -hmm. um, victimhood? Victimhood. Yes, that's interesting. Why? Expand. Um, because we're never victims. Nothing is happening without our permission mm. on some level in our energy field. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so that is Good stuff. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Say it one more time. Nothing is happening. Without our permission on some level Yeah, in our yeah. energy field. That really makes you think, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It does. <laughs> okay. So you gave us a little insight on your turnoffs in life. What is your turn on? <laughs> I just love these questions. <laughs> I just love the way you think. Um, Turn-ons in life. So let's let, let me give you an example. Okay, <clears throat> you had you had six healings that you did in a day, okay. which you you probably do. Uh, six healings. You had a dinner you had to go to. You you had some wine with some friends because you felt <laughs> like it. It happens on occasion. Are you talking and about me or yes, you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> you're exhausted. You're going to bed. And you have to get up at five a.m. and you you know you're going to have to do certain things in the morning to turn you on to get uh -oh. you going. So what is your turn on? Uh, what is my turn on? Um, oh, that depends on the day. Sometimes it's really a Starbucks coffee. Yes. <laughs> no joke. Sometimes I need it. I've been trying to wane off, though. But um, sometimes it's it's a good conversation with a friend that just literally just wakes me up. Yeah. Like, I, 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 
I'll literally call a friend at 8 a.m. in the morning, like, that. good morning. You know, I love that. So sometimes it's that. Um, and then sometimes it's um, uh, I get into preparation mode. I go into my healing room and I say, OK, guys, let's make it a special day. <laughs> for the person coming in today and it's like that. i'll be it'll look it looks like i'm speaking to the air but i'm really not <laughs> yeah no kind of like when yeah. i when i prepped this room okay yes. this is going to be a special conversation and yeah it's so like come on posse let's get ready your affirmations are come on posse let's get ready <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i say that a lot <laughs> i love that i love that turnoffs remind us what your turnoff is yeah so definitely victimhood is a big turnoff um I don't like it when people um, say, I'm not feeling good because I took on someone else's energy. It's not mine. <laughs> it's a turnoff for me. Yes, yes. Um, another turnoff is, oh, I don't want to sit next to her. Her energy's awful. Interesting. Um, that's yeah. a big turnoff yeah. for me. Um, or another one is, um, there's so much going on in the world, the collective, that I just can't, you know thing right now <laughs> that's all victimhood too that, that is yeah. all victimhood yeah. yeah and the thing the truth is is we always have power over our own energy field mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so th that's why those things are a little bit of a turnoff for me um i've done that same thing i i yeah. have you know even before i discovered spirituality yeah which um it, that in itself again is another four-hour conversation but yeah, there'd be that time I'd go to an event. Oh, I'm not sitting next to that person. Just has horrible vibe or very egotistical too. And I and I totally understand. And and these are literally things you have to we learn along the way. Yeah, you know yeah. that. Oh, you know what? Maybe my love can. Yes. You know, maybe dissolve some of her crust mm -hmm. today. I'm maybe just going to be loving. Loving glow needs to expand <laughs> over to the next chair. Right. <laughs> and that is Kim's version of what I said. Yes. yes. <laughs> 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 okay, so this will be bleeped, so it's family-friendly. It's a family-friendly show. Okay. What is your favorite curse word? My <laughs> Or swear word? Uh, f***. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I say a lot of that. And you do. I've heard you say it. Yeah, I know. I really do. <laughs> um, um, and in class, there's a lot of, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, so when the PowerPoint doesn't work. <laughs> so uh, mine are very basic. Yeah. No, actually, f is the most useful word in the English language. And it, it, it's really like 90% of my guests love that word. It can be used uh, as an expression <laughs> in a hateful, in a very loving, in a very nasty. I mean, it has all aspects. It does. It's, it's very useful. And, yeah. Uh, it humanizes us, I think. Uh, you're so funny. <laughs> and I say it a lot, but I've been working out a lot lately. And I. That's right. You uh, have been working out. I know. I'll, it's I'll fun. Huh? Well, you're looking good, no, girl. I'm I, telling you. I, no, it's always the same thing. It's, it's never fun. It's always <laughs> fun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I gotta go work out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, uh, personal space, and I'm totally dying to hear these next few questions, your answers. What is your favorite noise or sound? Your favorite noise or sound? Mm -hmm. um, I was thinking it, it's this version of Ave Maria that doesn't have words to it. Ooh. It's just... Do you know who the artist is? I, do, I just downloaded it the other day on my phone. Um, but yeah, I love, I love it. It's so it's beautiful. beautiful. I just go into this... You know, type of a oh, say. Man. Yeah, yeah, I can't say, but yeah, I love that. Okay, so what noise or sound do you dislike very much? We don't use the word hate in this room. Oh, that's good to know. Um, the yappy bark of my Pomeranian dog. <laughs> oh, bear. Yeah, bear's yappy bark. I don't like that at all. Let's say 
There's no such thing as a spiritual psychologist. Let's completely take the woo-woo world out of the equation. Okay. What profession would you have done? Uh, I think I would have been an artist, a painter. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I, always, I always painted since I was young. I did not know this about you. Yeah, and I've lost the ability. I'd, I have to go really practice again. But I remember there was a time I was looking at my life path and what I wanted to pick, and I saw that I had options. And I could have equally been an artist as I could have been a healer. Oh, they they were giving me choice. Like, what do you want to do? My heart's beating like fast. Yeah. Like, I want you to pick up a paintbrush. Was it painting that, or a drawing? Painting, painting, yeah. Painting. And pencil. I love pen, but I, ultimately I love painting. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to challenge you to, to pick up that brush again. I'm uh, going to make you, I shouldn't say make you, I'm going to encourage you <laughs> to do this for sure. And I have a few in my home that I, I have it. painted. I and, love and it. Stuff. Okay. <clears throat> so this is the final question. I want you to think of a famous person. Um, let's let's leave. We we know it would be Mary, so we're going to leave religious <laughs> okay. religious entities out of this. Um, famous person or celebrity, dead or alive, who would you have dinner with, and why? Ooh, gosh! And you can have like teachers. Um, let's just leave. You know the angels and. The Messiah and all of that. Um. Yeah, no, no, I know. You're talking about someone in the physical. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> like that yeah. it, during your lifetime now, this one, <laughs> that that has been an influence on you that you would want to sit down with and have dinner and talk to. Uh, one person, does it have to be alive or is it, could it be passed Dead or alive. Dead or alive. Uh, one person I would love to um, have dinner with is a famous healer. Um, his name is Mauricio. Mauricio. He's called the man of light. Um, he used yes. to have the gift of being able to shoot light out of his body that could be seen by yes. the naked eye. I would love to sit and have dinner with him uh, any day. Um, Why? I, uh, he's so much a foundation of who I am because his wife taught me a lot. His wife is my teacher. So, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you. So. Mauricio, say it again. Mauricio. Mauricio. Yeah. Mauricio, you did teach us about this in, yes. in your gateway class. And Mauricio was um, exceptionally gifted and could channel the light of... Um, cosmic light. Yeah. Cosmic yeah. light of love and healing, right? Yes. When he passed away, his wife also had the same gift not quite to the intensity correct uh, yeah it's just it, she has the same gift it just can't be seen by the physical eye gotcha yeah she was your teacher yes i did not know that yeah so she 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 will always will be she's my role model uh in fact i'd love to sit and have lunch with her anytime too yeah. they're a big foundation of who i am mm -hmm. I, I would consider myself a part of his lineage oh i love that yeah. so where would you take him to dinner um uh, he was Brazilian, so maybe like a nice Brazilian barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Brazilian barbecue coming right up. Well, I have a couple of gifts for you. Aww. It's kind of what I do. So first and foremost, um, it, it was really hard to get Whitney Houston or Celine Dion t-shirts. Uh, <laughs> I'm an 80s girl. That is so, so funny. So I got you this one. Uh, let's see. Kicking it old school. Oh, my gosh. That's so cute. And I take all of my T-shirts and I give them a different 80s cut. And so oh, yours wow. I did very simple. I love I that. I just cut the collar out and gave it the V. Oh, my gosh. You're so thoughtful. What had happened when I was a girl is I'd steal my father's silk, really expensive shirts, and I'd cut them. And over the years, I kind of kept cutting T-shirts. That is so cute. <laughs> for you. Thank and I got you, you so one much. more special gift. Aw. 
Um, I, since I know you like candles a lot, these I do. Are, these are little matches, and it says, "Darling, keep lighting up your little corner of the universe." That is XO, so sweet. XO. And then, just like cute little candle. Travel light, live light, spread the light, be the light, Yogi. Aw, this will go on my altar tonight. Aww, yay. I feel like you are the gift that keeps giving, Kim. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I really mean that. Thank you. Yeah, I try. Oh, so. Aw. Katie, how do they get a hold of you? So uh, my website is www.arizonaspiritualevents with an S. So arizonaspiritualevents.com. And then Facebook, social Uh, media? Yes. On Facebook, I am Katie S. Kyleen. Um, And on Instagram, I am spiritually strong. Spiritually strong. Well, this is Kimberly Toko, Tenacious T. 